Once more with the anthology, this is Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. I'm Todd. And today's topic is uh, the 1982 hit Blade Runner. I, and honestly, I'm I'm not really even sure it was a hit back in 1982. It really had a it really garnered a cult following. Yeah, maybe that's in the a, years that came. Maybe uh, I should have said cult classic. Cult classic. Yeah, not a I, hit. But you know. Um, Obviously, it's a it's a huge fan favorite now. Yeah, I I almost guarantee everyone who's listening to this has probably listened uh, has watched Blade Runner multiple times. I've watched it once. You've watched it once, (laughs) and not recently. Thanks to me. Thanks to you, circa two thousand ten. Yeah, two thousand eleven. No, no, no. Had to be before two thousand ten. All right, so two thousand two thousand eight or two thousand nine. No, it was no, I didn't even. Oh, yeah, it could have been 2000. Yeah, all right, we'll call it 2009. Yeah. 2009. <clears throat> um, all right, Blade Runner. And apparently I saw the ultimate cut, even though I don't, I don't remember it one way or the other. <laughs> There's actually multiple versions of this film. It's not just, like, the theatrical version right. and the director's cut. You're saying there's, uh, I have the, you have the ultimate cut, which is a... A four-disc set that has four versions of the film on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think there's more iterations of it, you know, in total. Like I, I know we didn't look into it. Um, how many different versions of, there were? There was, there were two theatrical versions: the U.S. Yes. version and the and international. The, the international theatrical version. Which I mean, the big difference <clears throat> there is for U.S. audiences, the studio made a bunch of demands. But for U.S. audiences, we have test audiences before movies actually hit theaters, mm-hmm. which they use the test audience to determine whether a movie needs reshoots or not. Right. Good call. Good call. I, I like the fact that you actually uh, insert that. Um, but one of the like the big issues that Ridley Scott had <clears throat> with the theatrical version, which I also have a have an issue with. I have an issue with his issue. Um, you have an issue with the fact that he has an issue? Yeah, because he wanted to be more ambiguous. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and you and I talked about this. We don't like ambiguous. Yeah, ambiguous. like, I don't... If you're doing, like, a one-shot uh, movie, I don't want it... I don't want ambigu- amb- ambiguity. Right. Uh, where it's like a, you, you have no idea what's going on. I don't want to think about like it. Like, a, when I'm know, walking out of theater on a movie... That's a standalone. You don't I don't want to know. Oh, you know what? I'm going to like ponder this for you don't the rest wanna, of my life. You don't no, wanna, I don't yeah. want that. You don't want to lay awake five years later going, yeah. what was that all about? Yeah, I don't like that. Like, I, you no, know, I hate it. I'm a huge fan of like artistic films and everything else and doing things in a certain way, but I cannot deal with ambiguity in a, certain, in a standalone. Certain, if you're if you're in a if you're series, like part of a trilogy or something, absolutely. Right. Then, if you, you, know, you want to leave it on a cliffhanger, if you're Lord me, of the Rings or ev- Star yeah. Wars or anything else, give me an ending eventually, and we'll right. be okay. But let me know that there are going to be more movies. But this was this was never meant to be that way. Like, and you know, I I, I guess from an artistic standpoint, I guess I can understand where he's coming from. This is me being nice again. This is me being nice where I'm saying, you know what? Trying to understand his side of it. I'm trying to understand his side of it, but where he's like, you know, I really want people to think, if this was my standalone movie, I want people to know uh, when they're walking out of there, you know what? I really like that movie. I don't want people to walk out of that movie thinking, what the heck was he thinking? 
Why did why did that end that way? Well, as far as I'm concerned, there's two sides to this argument. Mm-hmm. People who don't like open-ended movies and people who are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good. That was good. And this actually, um, the U.S. version was the um, happy ending version yes, of the, the movie. Quote, air quotes, happy ending version. Right. Where you find out, I think, because the open-ended ending is whether or not Harrison Ford is a replicant or not, right? It was That's yeah, it was ambiguous. that, and yeah, exactly that. Like that was the essential. But the um, the happy ending version is that he's not a replicant. He's not, and him and Sean Young, Harrison Ford and Sean Young, you know, spend the rest of their lives together. And that was that voiceover thing that Harrison right. Ford didn't. That was, doing. and that was the other thing. The the um, theatrical version had the voiceover, um, Which, and ironically, is going to uh, play a big part in our next episode, which is Dune. Mm. Um, but we're not going to get into that right now. Oh, please don't. Yeah. Well, but that we be, will. That would segue this episode completely But we will. But we're going to get into a segue, but it's a planned segue. Uh, we don't have but, very many of them. But the... That actually might be our first ever planned segue. It is. I think it is. Um... But the um, the U.S. version was basically the happy version where everything because works American out well. audiences can't handle art. <laughs> I guess not. But you know what? Well, like, like, uh, all right. Here's a segue for me. Unplanned. Mm-hmm. This is something kind of similar. You know the the comedy, the movie Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. The original ending was supposed to be uh, that you know the good guys the good guys lose. Um, ben Stiller's dodgeball really? team was supposed How do you to know win. That? I have the DVD. I love the like, fact that he watches a, like a C-rated movie. It's great, and and then watches the and then watches the you know. I didn't. I didn't watch. I don't. I'm not like you. I don't listen to commentaries or anything. oh, you don't. It was something, oh. I, it was something I read online and then checked uh, out. Because right. like if you have the DVD, was it a deleted scene or something? Yeah, if you have the DVD, it's there as an alternate ending. Oh, okay. And they they even troll people later on during a post credit scene about it about like. How audiences can't handle art, right? So, like the the movie was supposed to end with the Purple Cobras beating Average Joes, and it was just they lose credits roll end. But test audiences hated it, right? So they changed it to a happy ending, and then just and then just made that like an alternate ending for the because DVD. you know what? Yeah, speaking as an American audience member, I don't want to spend. Twenty, thirty, forty dollars, depending on what you buy in the concession stand yeah. and who you're going with, for a bad ending. I don't yeah. want that. Well, I, mean, you I don't, don't wanna, want that. You don't want to sit through you know what I mean? an hour and a half to two hours. If you tell me that there's there's a continuation, I'll sit through a bad ending. Mm-hmm. You know, Gandalf falling into the lava. That's fine because I know there's more coming. I'm okay with that. That also wasn't an ending. That was halfway through. Uh, I know. I know. But my point is, they they go on to later in Two Towers what really actually happens. Right, but, right. But, but my point is, I don't want to spend money on sadness. If I want to, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? I'll sit home on my couch and wait for it to come out if it's sad. I, I don't want that. Right, like, and I don't want to be Maybe that's me being a bad person, uh, bad viewer, whatever you want to call it. Well, listen, like you said, it's it's like 12 bucks to go see a movie. 
For yourself. For yourself. Not even with if your like, wife, your girlfriend, your fiance, wherever well, you want to call it. The typical couple to go see a movie, if if you get two tickets, a popcorn, and a soda to share, you're looking at 40 bucks At, at least. So you, you do that and you invest like two hours, maybe more of your free time, mm-hmm. which as an adult is very precious. You don't want to leave a movie like, ugh. You don't want to no. feel like you wasted your time. No, and I mean, like, this is not old uh, art nerd, young art nerd, okay? <laughs> we don't this, appreciate art here. Yeah, yeah we appreciate uh, drama, suspense, everything else. I, I but, am, like, it's it's like Maximus from Gladiator. Are you entertained? Yeah. That's what I want to be. I want to be entertained. Uh, you're, uh, excellent, excellent. Um, Good reference, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but... You know, I honestly, I really don't. You know, there's a lot of times, and we're going to talk about this in our anthologies, anthology series, where um, the studio should not have intervened. Mm-hmm. In this case, I kind of agree with them. No, I, I also. You agree know what with I it. mean? I like, I, like, like you said, just leave the artsy stuff for director's cuts that you're going to watch at home, right? And you spent what five bucks on the DVD? Mm-hmm. You said so. Yeah, it's not like you wasted five bucks, right? So, I mean, because I, I still I still love the movie. I'll always love the movie, um, but you know, I, like I I don't want to spend that amount of money because I'm very cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, especially with like outings. Well, what you're not on, a mil- you're not a millionaire. I'm not yet. <gasps> We're working on it. Yeah. We're working on it. Um, but you know, and you know, maybe other parts of the world. You know, are okay with that, and I'm, I'm, and I'm not disparaging them in more, any way. In, in all honesty, people that are more cultured than us, um, if they want to see that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I, like, I don't want to, I don't want to think. Yeah. You know, when I'm, you know, I don't. When I come out of the theater, I want to be like, all right, cool. What am I doing now? Oh, going to dinner. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to think. Oh my God, was he a replicant? Was he not a replicant? You know, did you stay with Sean Young? Do you not stay with Sean Young? When you're in a state of insomnia and you can't sleep and you have all these questions going through your mind, like, oh, God, was he a replicant? One of those things yeah, that two, I don't want two that in the morning either. when you... I don't want, like, that... Of all of the, the of the world and the universe's mysteries, I don't want this to be one of them. Yeah, right. If you want to if throw gonna, it if at, if you throw at, at me later... You know, when I buy the Blu-ray, that's fine. That's like you life's greatest questions. Oh, yeah. What is the meaning of life? Was he a replicant? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but that was there were two there were two different endings from the theatrical versions. The U.S. happy ending. Yeah. Um, where I kind of uh, where I completely agree. This is where I 100 percent agree with what the studio did. Yeah. Which t- is which is where I. Which I think is this is the only the the only the, movie where I really honestly agree with the what what the movie what what the probably because um, nine times out of ten I like director's cuts more, mm-hmm. but in this case I can understand. I mean, I I think our um, Kingdom of Heaven is going to be like two oh, or three oh, episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's be two or three episodes. We love that movie. Uh, like it, it's, like, it's it, like, even, it, like it's like we're probably not even going to do any research for that movie. No, like it's Todd just going to be a hundred times it, each. There's <laughs> actually a roadshow version. Is there? Yes. And I like there's there, I'm 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 secretly like thinking about buying the the roadshow version, but um. 
where where we agree with with what the director wanted to do. Yeah. Um, this is not one of those situations mm. because I just didn't agree with it, and I've honestly watched Blade Runner. Derek's only watched it probably once when once. I when I when I like yeah. borrow the DVD. I've probably watched it a hundred times mm. from in the various incarnations. Yeah, so you've seen every. Ver- Have you seen the international version? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah so you've there. seen every version. Um, so you know, I go, I, you know, I and I've went went through there. Uh, ironically, just as a a minor segue, but still on topic, this Blade Runner happened in. Oh, um, oh, 2019, which is, as of this recording, what three days away? Three days away. Yeah, and that, so and, the, when, and when, we're, when when this actually posts, it will be 2019. And so it will know, be Todd, on the. You, you might be. You might even be a replicant. I might be a replicant. You're not. definitely a replicant. I'm definitely the original. <laughs> I am definitely the yes, original. That's true. You're one of a kind. That's right. Thank God for that. Exactly. <laughs> All right, but so there were two theatrical versions: the um, U.S. Happy Ending and the International Ambiguous Ending. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was which director Ford did not want to do the voiceover for apparently the studio right and, and if you listen that. to the voiceover it's, it's like, like his uh, worst job ever yeah and you know I love Harrison Ford he's one of my favorite actors of like I if he's in anything I just assume it's going to be great mm-hmm. thanks Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know not that's everything another is, show all together not, a, not everything can it's be another great, show all together we but, talk about that in work all the time. But, you know, uh, if you don't want to do something, like, I guess Harrison Ford was on the same side as the director and wanting to leave it open-ended, possibly. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe he just didn't feel good that day. I don't know. But I usually expect a good performance out of him, and the voiceover wasn't even remotely anything. And, and uh, everyone kind of agrees it was a horrible voiceover. Yeah. Um, almost universally. Because it's almost like, you know, his dog died, and he had to do this voiceover. Um, but okay, so that was the the first the version, first which version. was actually two versions. Right. Then there was the director's cut version one, which, which I'm was, calling it what 1992 or 94. Uh, I think early was, 90s. Right. And um, it's called ver- It's called you know it's air quotes director's cut because really Scott didn't really cut it, mm-hmm. and he he he. He supervised it lightly because, to our shock, he was actually working on Thelma and Louise. I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, like, no, I didn't I know that know, either. Like, I, if you would have like bet me money, I would have lost money on that. Like, I'm that's, like who's that's the director of, those, of Thelma and Louise? I haven't actually like I. I I've I, never I, actually watched. Yeah, it. I think everybody everybody knows the iconic ending to that movie, but mm-hmm. I've never actually seen the whole movie. Yeah, I, I've never watched the whole thing all all the way through, um, but. What we're calling director's cut version one, yeah, uh, the voiceover disappear, happy ending disappears, and then the question of whether he's a replicant or not is introduced with um, the the unicorn dream sequence, mm-hmm. uh, where he's uh, dreaming, and the actual book upon which this is based is. Do you know? No, I don't. Oh, it, it, the Cowboy's Dream uh, of Electric Sheep. That's, <laughs> that's kind of like that's kind of where the um, Cowboy's Dream of Electric Sheep. Right. Um, if nothing else, I like the title. No, it was really it was really good. Um, 
title and it uh, somewhat referenced you know Westworld and everything else, the oh. original Westworld, not not the um, HBO series, but Which um, I have still yet to watch. Westworld was great. It it kind of like failed a little bit in the second season, but again we're going to the segue. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have like it eventually as the years progress. You know, There's we'll going to be a button where, like it's where gonna, either Derek or I push it, no, depending is, on what the segue this is. is. This is how I envision it. We we totally rip off Sega by going, Segway! And then okay, we'll, have that. well we can't do that because we would get sued, and I don't have the money to pay Sega. We might eventually. <laughs> we, we just might. We just might. Uh, maybe we'll do it like Vanilla Ice did, where he says... You know, like Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, Ice oh, Ice yeah. Baby is yeah. somewhat slightly different because of like the the variants in it. Yeah, we're not saying yeah. Sega. Yeah, we're saying Segway. Yeah. yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> it's it's totally, totally different. different. Totally different. Nothing doesn't sound anything uh, remotely like it. Um, but yeah, the um, director's cut version one uh, is where they introduced the idea of whether Harrison Ford is the replicant. Right. Um, and now we are going into our official segue, uh, which we already planned on, on Ready Player One, which, again, is my, like, my newest favorite book. It's it's Todd's Catcher in the Rye. It's 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 amazing. It's uh, his like, Bible. You know, it's, it's his everything. It, it really is. Um, I've read it several times. I've listened to the audiobook several times. I've watched the movie a billion gajillion times not really because I, I don't even know what a gajillion actually stands for but um, one of the key points in Ready Player One one of the tests is the Voight Comp test and what is the Voight Comp test it's the test to determine whether someone is or is not a replicant right and it's it's 20 to 30 questions and it also does stuff like it, it measures the iris Mm-hmm. And it tries to detect like molecules or whatever, right? Um, and that was one of the one of the um, tests in uh, Ready Player One. Spoiler alert! Which which is not actually in the movie, which but it is in the book. Well, um, I, well, yeah, because I I think they went like with I think I heard they modernized the references a bit for the movie. How can you really modernize a movie based on the eighties? Uh, like, I, well, they put more. No, 90s no, but honestly, references. I honestly, what I think they did, in all seriousness, I, I'm, I'm poking fun at you, but I think honestly, the reason why they did what they did was they couldn't get the clearances. Oh, that's probably to, that too, because Blade to, Runner's owned uh, by somebody, right? Um, because that that first scene in Ready Player One where they do go, and you know what? If you haven't watched it yet, it's your own goddamn fault. I haven't I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched that I yet? Gonna, I was going to read the book what? first. I'm going to read the book first. All right, then I won't say it. But the the first the first test doesn't even exist in the book. Ah. But I think the reason why they did that first test with the references that they did were because they were able to get those clearances. Right. The fact that Stephen King or not Spielberg Stephen King, Spielberg um, like, I know they have the Jurassic Park T-Rex in there. Right. Um, because he was a director, I kind of think they allowed, um, they were able to get those clearances. But yeah. they also, there were also some Steven Spielberg 
references in the book that were not in the movie because Steven Spielberg didn't want people to think, and this is me listening to the commentary, because I'm that, that nerd. You are that nerd. Um, didn't want people to think that it was all about him. Ah. He really he really wanted to people to think, yeah, I mean, you know, Jaws is iconic and everything else, so we're going to put that in and everything else. Um, but he didn't want people to think, you know, I'm great. I'm going right. to throw all of my because here's he really e. was the 80s. Here's like, Jaws. Here's, here's Raiders Jurassic of the Lost Star. Yeah. Here's E. T. Yeah. You know, Jaws. Everything else. Um, so that was kind of one of the reasons why they changed it too. Uh, but let's go back to Blade Runner. I just yep. that that was our kind of like um, planned segue, mm-hmm. um, and so. I, we flash forward from the 90s to the mid 2000s mm-hmm. and they released the final cut which was fully supervised by um Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott. jeez I mm-hmm. forgot his name there um where you know they they initially had the 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 short unicorn dream yeah and then there's a long unicorn dream i don't really know what what the difference is and in all honesty it's a unicorn dream oh. I have a dream. It's a unicorn. Oop, boop. All right, so it's another two, three minutes long. Oh, there we go. Oh, look, it's more of a unicorn. More of a unicorn. So he's more of a replicant. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there, there's always that insinuation. Now, they never specifically say he's a replicant. They never say he's not. Well, here's my question. If mm-hmm. a replicant is only supposed to live for four years, how could he be a replicant? Because they made a sequel with him in it. The sequel, I believe, because I, I, I have it, um, I don't think the sequel actually has him in it. It's 30 years later. I know I don't think it's four years. I think just looked it up. They're it's at, actually their life four is, years? Is, they have a four-year lifespan. Single-digit four-year lifespan. That's what the, the replicants in the... Uh, in the movie, it was a plot point. They stole a shuttle to go to Earth to try to find a way to lengthen their lifespan. Which is why they got on the radar of the Blade Runner in the first place. Yeah, I mean, like, one... I mean, for the most part, it was basically a slave labor force. Right. But I think um, part of the issue was... I, I was going to say Wailing Yutani, but that's yeah. alien. Might as well um, be. <laughs> Might as well be, right? Same company, different I'm name. Hoping, I'm hoping the nerds in the audience actually get that reference. I, they um, should. We've all we've done like three episodes about. I it. I know, um, but I I'm kind of hoping that you get that reference. But <clears throat> I thought it was the second one is about the replicants um, giving birth. Ah, um, and that's 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 kind of where it starts. But it, um, and it go, and it goes further into that because I know I I think at one point doesn't Ryan Gosling's character meet Harrison Ford's character? He does. You're right. So you're right. How I can he be it. a replicant if their lifespan's four years? Right. Because I think honestly that part of the reason the replicant program didn't uh, work out well is because they didn't have that end date. Hmm. I think that's why there was were Blade Runners. Because if you're on off planet for X number of years, and then you come back here, <clears throat> you're looking at um, a, a longer lifespan, and I think that was part of the problem. And I okay. think that's why they had the Blade Runners because when they did come back here, 
they integrated into society. Now, the other thing that was um, key where uh, they inferenced uh, when they were doing the Voight Kampf test is when they did the um, the eye test because it was basically you were looking at the eyes and everything else. Yeah. The eyes would like glaze over to silver, uh, which was like a key factor in terms of determining the whether you're a replicant or not. Mm-hmm. But I think it was part of the issue with the um, the whole movie was they didn't expire at the end of that four year lifespan. Okay. Um, I mean, that would make sense, because then, otherwise, like, your own canon of a four-year lifespan ruins the whole ambiguity. Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's no reason for a Blade Runner if they live for four years. Right. Okay, we're going to let you go. This battery lasts for four years. And then you're going to die. And then you're going to die. It's like, all of a sudden, you know, your neighbor Fred just collapses. You're like, oh, crap, he was a robot. Right. Who knew? Um, so then I you, think that was the, part of the issue. As your it. battery then expires. Oh, crap, I'm a robot. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yeah, and I think I think actually Harrison Ford's dog was a replicant, too, in 2049, Blade Runner huh. 2049. But, like, I've watched it so many times, and I'm like, like, honestly, I'm like, those bastards, they're trying to do this whole, like, ambiguity thing again. Well, you know what? They have, co- they have Gosling, college, they have college classes. They have college classes about stuff yeah, like this. Yeah, As you well know. <laughs> Not as I well know. Well, you, you've heard of it. <laughs> Alright, any any last thoughts on this one? Um, I don't know if I'm qualified to have a last thought since I've only seen it the one time. Okay. I mean, I you know, it's not like I'll never watch it again because I, especially talking about it, I now want to. Right. Um, and I kind of want to see 2049 again. Um, yeah, I'll eventually watch that too. But 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 here's another key factor. This is one of the reasons why we picked this movie. It's not just black or white on these you know director's cuts, right? It's, it, it's a it's, in this case it was a slow progression. Well, I think like this this is definitely we 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 have this movie in here because you essentially have to. This is quintessentially the topic of what we're talking about, where mm-hmm. a director and a studio are at odds That's with great. each other. You know, I mean, there's three different versions of a movie, or four, or whatever you want. And then, 100%, we're not always going to side with the director. This is, right. this is you know, the, the exception that proves the rule. Because, mm-hmm. you know, probably every other movie, we are going to decide, or side with the director. I mean, for the most part, I, I think, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, just going over our list um, of the movies that we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, just in the next, in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, uh, we're going to be siding with the director. Um, absolutely, with Kingdom of Heaven, who ironically is really Scott. Really Scott, yeah. <laughs> well, really Scott does just really make good movies. He does. Um, I don't know if it, you know everyone always agrees with the endings because he also did Alien Covenant, which a lot of people didn't agree with. Oh, I couldn't even make it through that movie. Well, I watched like the first, I mean, like, I watched, that, like the first half hour, and I almost fell asleep. And I, I mean, like, yeah, like I that's my this. point, you know. So it's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Obviously, Ridley Scott did Gladiator too. Gladiator was um, oh, was gl- the theatrical well, version. Gladiator's awesome. Um, but he also did a director's cut on that. Did he? Yeah. Really? You yeah, don't know yeah, that? No, I didn't know that. There's a lot more fighting. Oh, uh, no, it's not just more fighting, but it's a lot more. Um, 
of his family and everything else. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. If you want, sense. I can let you borrow it, and we can talk about that in the coming weeks. We could. So it's Definitely up to you. Good. But all right, we're, we're we're talking about this right now. We're not. Uh, even but Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner. Um, I kind of like I, you know, looking back, I like the various incarnations of it. Yeah. If in '82 I was at the theater, I would have wanted to see the what? executive's version. What you saw at the theater, right, is what you wanted at right. the theater. Um, but. I know. Obviously, I was eleven when this came out. Um, I was going to say, how old were you this. in '82? Yeah, so eleven. Like, so I didn't see this. I saw this it, after the. After I mean, especially effect. as a kid, that would have bothered you anyway. Oh, it, like kids crazy. can't handle. It. I I can't handle ambiguity as an adult, let alone as a kid. Right. Um. So in this in this kind of situation, I totally kind of agreed with um the executives that basically said, "Yeah, we needed a happy ending. Ending. We need a resolution." Yeah, you know, um, for this. Uh, but this was Blade Runner, director's cut versus the various incarnations of the theatrical cuts and the various final cut and everything else. Ultimate cut, ultra cut, mega yeah. cut, ultra mega, mm-hmm. ultimate cut. <laughs> right. All right. So I am Todd. I'm Derek, and we'll be back with Dune very soon. Thank you for listening to Old Nerd, Young Nerd, and remember... Normal is the new boring. Yes.